Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Video clips available on my social media. I mean, I don't know, you'd hear the same jokes. And all of the jokes have to be non-visual because it goes out on the radio. I'm not really sure what you get as a bonus. You get to see me in the Shed studio, so... No, you're right, stick to this. Um, so here's what we did on the radio earlier today. How are you doing? I'm in a good mood today. Um, because I know there's a... Well, a couple of things. There's a good show on the go. I, I went for a run today, which is amazing. It was high risk, wasn't it? Because, you know, the strike. I could have fallen over and never been seen again. So it's my version of extreme sport, going for a couch to 5K training run when there's an ambulance strike on. I love all the people in the news saying you should only call 999 in case of emergency. I thought that was the deal. That's how I've been... I didn't realise I was meant to call 99 for a chat before this strike. They must They must wonder what's happened to me. Then again, if they were that worried, there, there is someone they could send around. Um, but we're not talking about that on the show today. We are talking about uh, weird things in relationships that just yeah, don't work for you. Chips. Chips could be the thing that saves us all. Chips. Larry's got some little mix entertainment news. And there's something about the ozone layer that needs met. Do you remember the ozone layer? Those are the days, weren't they? This is interesting. A record number of obese children are being seen by doctors. I suppose it makes sense, though, because, well, they are easier to see. We do a lot of cost of living crisis news stories on this show because we are trying to help. Not necessarily succeeding, but that's not the point, is it? It's about trying. It's not about winning, it's the taking part. Top chefs believe that getting creative with chips could help the public conquer the cost of living crisis. What? Chips? They reckon that we could save loads of money by dressing cheap fries. Let's not confuse fries with chips, newspapers. We know the difference, don't we? A chip is a sliced piece of potato. A fry is reconstituted from effectively a mash. Honestly. Um, that apparently we could use chips with various toppings and then all of a sudden we got meals out of it. I'm not convinced because it's still just going to be a bit of bland potato-y stuff, isn't it? Then again, I think what we need to do is change the way that we call them on a menu to make them sound like we're having fancy food. I've prepared a menu <clears throat> of different chip meals that we could have. Um, I've come up with Chip Wellington, which is where you put chips in a Wellington. Um, chip à l'orange, portion of chips and a Fanta. And my perfect, perfect, uh, my favourite one is Chip O Van. That's just the chippy van, but at least it saves you walking to the shop, doesn't it? There's a thing in the news, and many people have talked about this, because it is one of those easy-to-engage-with stories, about things that give people the ick in a relationship. Study has found things like when women do a baby voice. Aaron, be no cute. I had a partner once who thought it was cute to do a baby voice. But you can't, you can't go, stop doing that. Stop that now. But it is on the list of things that give you an ick. Dirty fingernails, definitely. Don't want any of that. Um... Having bad tattoos, oh, that feels judgmental. And also, uh, what else is on this survey? Um, oh, yeah, things to do with teeth, basically. These are the things that will nullify a relationship. And I I think they're missing the point. These will nullify a relationship early doors. But when you've been together for a while, you can get away with more icks, don't you? I'm fairly sure, me around the house, I must be so disgusting. If my missus had only just met me, there's no way she'd stay. But, you know, you've, you've bought the cow now. You might as well keep uh, enjoying my milk. You see, that metaphors like that might be on a list of things, of ick things that I do. What are the ick things that bother you about your partner or previous partners? 
I've got some good news, by the way. If you're tired of feeling like you're forever being told by these Gen Z people that we're terrible and we're ruining the planet, you know, Greta giving it some, how dare you? This, and I wouldn't have thought of this defense until it cropped up in the newspapers. The ozone layer is on track to recover in around four decades due to a global phase-out of chemicals. The UN-backed Montreal Protocol came into effect in 1989, and it prevents ozone-depleting CFCs, chlorofluorocarbons. And if they continue like this, they will be entirely repaired. I wish I'd remember that for every time you're in a conversation with a young person, then they're going, oh, you've ruined the planet. Did we? I think we're the only generation who've actually saved the planet. We've done it. A huge hole in the previously on planet Earth. A huge hole happened in the ozone layer. We changed our deodorants. And not just deodorants. Come on, that, that would seem like we didn't put a lot of effort in. We also changed our fridges and the way that they make polystyrene things for chips to be in. Ooh, chips. And because of that, we've saved the planet. So you can back off with your blah, 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 green policy. Um... Yeah, I think we actually, uh, not all heroes wear a cape, and if they did wear a cape, we wouldn't uh, spray anything with CFCs on. We like to keep you up to date with various types of news on this show, and one of them that I think is very important, in no real way at all, is entertainment news. So for more on that, we can cross to my correspondent who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry, hello! Hey, Stevie! Larry, good to hear from you again. What have you got for us this time? Do you remember Jessie Nelson from Little Mix? Why? What is she accusing me of? No, she's in the news because she's turning to DIY. So, less Little Mix, more Cement Mix. What? Never mind, didn't really work. Carry on. She built herself a home studio. Well, that's great, because I've got a home studio too, so I know what it's like. Yeah, you two have so much in common. Well, I mean, yeah, we do have a lot in common, actually. I mean, she looks better in those dresses, but uh, other than that, yeah. She will be using her home studio to make songs that people want to listen to. Well, I don't just do voiceovers in mine. I do songs too, like the parody songs I did before Christmas, the baby it's cold inside and things. Like I say, she does songs that people want to listen to. Thank you very much for joining me. It's just mean, isn't it? Um, we'll speak to you soon. Okay, toodles. This is kind of... Is it space news? It's not outer space news. It's in our solar system, but still, you know, maybe aliens are interested, but Earth could soon be in the firing line of a massive solar storm with the power of a billion hydrogen bombs. That sounds terrifying. However, it's more likely just to interrupt with communications and things. You know, the, the solar flares, charged particles, interact. I don't really know how it works. So this huge explosion on the far side of the sun spat out a potential X-class flare last week. <clears throat> oh dear. Sparking Star Trek-style warnings to astronomers. Uh, and one of the most powerful that the sun can produce only narrowly missed the Earth in universe terms. Well, yeah, the universe is huge. So in those terms, honestly, uh, the area on the sun's surface was responsible for a blast could soon point at us again. Uh-oh. But here's the thing. If we do get these solar flares that interrupt communications because they're, they're charged and they interact with electromagnetic radiation. So if anything, that means that if there were to be an alien who got in touch, it would actually be better for me rather than him because he'd be sending his radio broadcast from a further distance more likely to be affected by the solar flare. So if... Actually, what that would mean is that you'd more likely still hear me, even if there was 
another broadcast on the same frequency because I, it was more it would stay with me because he'd be blocked out, which is absolute shame for him, I imagine. So there we go. But it'll never happen. I'm sure there'll never be an alien try and do that at the right time for it to work. We were talking about this ick. We're doing ick watch. Things in relationships that you just think, yeah. Early doors in a relationship, they will they will end it. They will nullify your relationship because you just think, no, I. she's beautiful. She has excellent eyes. Look at that hair. She's gorgeous. She's stunning. But she burps the alphabet. You know, things like that. John got in touch on this one. What you got for us, John? Hello, Steve. The one thing that winds me right up about my missus and makes me want to leave is I clean all the kitchen up. It's sparkling when I walk out of there. And all of a sudden, she says, I fancy a bit of toast. She goes out, does a bit of toast. Then when I go out there after, it's like someone's had an all-night party. Oh, and it gets me right there. <laughs> and you can't see where I'm pointing. Very true. I know exactly what you mean. My missus does the same. I think she sees leaving the kitchen in a terrible mess a sign of how good a cook she is. I'll go in there and I'll be like, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll wipe this down not long ago. And it, st stuff left without lids on, as in like, I'm so into the cooking that I couldn't possibly put the lid back on this. And I pick it up and it spills everywhere. And then uh, we row. David Dimbleby says that government spin doctors were so scared of putting politicians on question time, they would fake sickies. First point, you don't fake a sickie. A sickie is a fake. That's tautologist, but that's not really the point here. I love the idea that, that politicians would sometimes pretend to be ill and not go and do a thing. It's a shame that they only did that for question time instead of some of their actual job where they caused all the problems. Never mind. Up to a third of people who decided to do a New Year's resolution should have probably abandoned it by today. Um, so apparently 10th of January was the peak, so by the 11th you will see a third of people no longer doing their New Year's resolution. And I wanted to bring that to you because if you're still doing your New Year's resolution on the 11th, you're better than a third of people. You probably just might as well quit, because you've already done, you know, you know everyone else has quit, so... I feel like I've just popped up on your shoulder as the red devil. Now you might as well quit, go and have fun. And then a different version of me in a white suit. Why am I dressed like I'm in Randall and Hopkirk deceased? And then that's how the discussion goes on your shoulders. Mm. It's not going to help you stick to the resolution, but it was an interesting idea, isn't it? And that's your podcast done for another day. Hang on. They said there'd be some podcast-only material. Where's the root? There's always a rude story that you just can't broadcast in the papers. Kinky Brits. I mean, look at that already. Absolutely filth, isn't it? Kinky Brits are being blighted in the bedroom by sex injuries. Sex injuries sounds like a band that never really made it. Um, from bruises to broke. Oh, I need the bleep thing. It's got a rude word in it. <clears throat> from bruises to broken. Hang on. From bruises to broke. I nearly said the word. If the bleep didn't happen, we're all in trouble then. From bruises to brokennesses. I wonder what the word was. Forty-two percent of us have experienced mishaps while romping. Says so a sexual retailer. <laughs> that seems like a euphemism for you know what. A survey of just over a thousand people said that their bruises affected 33% of those with sex injuries, following carpet burns and urinary tract infections. If you're getting those, clean your carpet. If I'm not sure how the, the carpet burn leads to the infection, but do some shake and vac on it first. Honestly, people don't have any sense of romance anymore. So anyway, whatever you get up to, uh, do take care of yourself. Maybe put some newspapers down. And stretch first would be my advice. Subscribe to the podcast is another bit of my advice. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.